Richard Lamb, a Movies by Minute watch of the John Landis written and directed 1981 horror classic, An American World in London. I'm your host, Troy, and with my co-host, Adrian, we want to thank you here for joining us on this journey. Today's episode is originally being dropped on Wednesday, October 28th, and according to windcalendar.com, the holidays and observances throughout the world for this day are... National Chocolate Day in the U.S., Independent Czechoslovakian State Day in the Czech Republic, Ohai Day in Cyprus and Greece, Oxy Day in Australia, and it's National Engineers Day in Venezuela. It also marks the release of Minute 34 of An American World in London. This particular minute starts with breakfast delivery, and ends with, but I thought you'd be glad to see me. So, of course, this minute starts off with uh, David's meal being uh, presented to him. Well, actually, it starts off with the the food tray the being, uh, yes, the porter opening up the trolley mm-hmm. for the food and pulling out the tray, which uh, actually... It's an upside down cup to begin yes, with. Yes, it is. But they're always you're upside right. down. You're right. I see what you're down. saying. So, um, yeah. There we go. And so it's brought out, and as we can clearly see from what uh, the actual porter claims that he is, uh, he actually comes in very loudly, slams He's it down on the really table. He's a really happy guy. He is a happy guy. He is a happy guy. Hey, look, Adrian, it's another wonderful shot of your favorite curtain. I just said, I think they're zinnias. <laughs> oh, zinnias. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, and uh, one of the other things is while you were first watching this movie, my favorite part was when the porter goes to open up the drapes, you actually winced a little, which obviously, Me? yeah, you actually I knew winced the brightness a little. was coming. Mm-hmm. You weren't no, sure no. that it was going to be another attack? No, I knew attack. it wasn't another attack, but I was thinking, I was... I am very good at suspending my disbelief. So I'm sitting in the bed thinking, oh, please don't open those curtains because it's it's going to either be another werewolf or or it's going to be really bright and I haven't had much sleep. Right, right. I'm exactly. just wincing because, okay, I'm sorry, but if you have just woken up and some asshole comes into the room and sh- like b- throws the sashes aside to bring the daylight into your room, you wince. Yes. Well, apparently, by opening the drapes, you also turn on the lights. I noticed that. Yeah, because as you can see... It just, Normally, it's the other way around, yes. right? Normally, when the lights but, go... When, so, when we're first starting this scene, yeah. it's very dark in the it room. It is very dark in the room. All that. And as the porter then opens up the drapes, he gets one half yeah, open, open, no lights. No lights. But the next time he opens up the other half, oh, lights from above, shadows are cast against the wall that is next to the window. And it's like a very artificial light. Oh, it's totally. Well, as you can see, the reflection of the paint against the wall, it's obviously the actual room light has also been turned on at the exact same moment. I I know my lights always come on when my curtains do. When you open your curtains, yeah, exactly, yes. Well, it's contrary to... The earlier shot when Alex opens up the drapes and she says, ah, Nurse Price. And he says, you can call me Alex. Ah, Alice. Alex, I mean, 
like so when she, he opened up when she opened up the drapes on him that actually didn't lighten up the room it just put a stream of light across yeah. david well because we were looking at david not exactly so this time we obviously they're needed magic. some more <laughs> we needed some curtains. more light in the scene yeah they're magic curtains, curtains. so of course Doesn't he, he looked got... like he should be like um going out to dance disco when his shift is over he totally looks like he's yeah yeah exactly he's uh, definitely yeah yeah don't think I noticed the uh, radiator before, yeah, though, which all, is kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. of the rooms have radiators. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah. So, so they he don't basically... care much about their patients because they don't have radiator covers on anybody. No, no, so, they you don't. know, you get up yeah. and fall, you're burning yourself. Exactly. Yeah. That's another good shot of your f- favorite phone and your oversized urine, urine sample <laughs> container. <laughs> So uh, the porter then uh, basically points and out everything. Don't you think this box of Kleenex looks like it's Hagendoss? It totally looks like the ha- Hagendoss. Yes, the side of a Hagendoss box. Yes, it totally does. <laughs> Hagendoss tissues. It, yes, exactly. <laughs> They're really expensive tissues. Yeah, have- and you don't get very many in the box either for the price. <laughs> And the Swiss almond ones look like they're already dirty. So as the camera pans along the side of the bed to face up towards the head of the bed where david is looks is just waking up now mm. he's still actually still got Cold the covers toast, on him my favorite thing about breakfast in england exactly yeah yeah so the porter then points out everything that is yeah. on the just really quickly david cannot understand exactly. what he's looking at uh well david i don't even think is still awake no and, no but i'm yeah. just saying he's pointing at it and telling him he needs to eat it all but do you see that bacon is very like undercooked? That bacon is still mm. pink. Yeah, and, <laughs> that and, is... and, and I can tell you right now, having had breakfast in England, yeah, that that toast is bone cold. It's like cold toast, but it's buttered. Yes, it but is the, buttered, but, but it's cold. But the, but it, but the, but like you're trying to butter this toast that's already cold. Like it's just ridiculous. The toast is in these toast racks. Like what the anyway. Oh, those little metal racks yeah, that hold them yeah, up like a miniature. Yeah, because you don't eat your toast warm. You wait till it's cool. And then you put that the butter seems, on it and eat it. seems so backwards, though. Like, why would you heat it up just to let it cool okay, down? Okay, I think I can answer this. Oh, okay. That'd be good. Um, I imagine it has to do with the gentry. Because think about it. All of their food was made in the kitchens underneath like downstairs in the kitchens right and then it was set up breakfast was set up as a buffet and then they came in and fed themselves so they never had warm toast poor people ate warm toast because they were because they were right they were there right there when cooking it was their being own prepared. food but the gentry had toast racks because their toast was coming up and sitting for breakfast because the breakfast was always a buffet oh okay and it just... that would be my hypothesis and then obviously if you're doing it for a hospital you'd well, no, but no, no, no. In England, everybody eats cold toast because of this. It's like they never had any. Like they eat cold toast. They just do. They just didn't. No, because we stayed at a bed and breakfast, and we had cold toast. Like really? they just do. They eat cold toast. We wouldn't eat the breakfast. We made my dad take us to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> we did the same thing in France. <laughs> of course, you did. We ate in the McDonald's on the Champs Elysees, looking over the Arc de Triomphe. <laughs> it was the fanciest McDonald's I ever been in, <laughs> and I've been in a lot of McDonald's. <laughs> been around the, been all around the world, and been to all sorts of McDonald's. Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. Yeah. 
<laughs> There's a clip you have to put in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so um, back to the back to the minute. Um, we're seeing that uh, again. The porter is just basically you see, you quickly. See? These What's are that? like so hospital issue. You see this one? The pepper is slightly off color, right? Like, oh, so yes. You, yeah. yeah. So you can tell that. Yeah, that yeah. I was this, just about to. This yeah. is the salt and this is the this pepper. This is the pepper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he quickly shows them what's under the cover. Americans don't know how to count the holes, I guess. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Exactly. Not. Yeah. Or if the holes are punched out into an S or a P shape. Oh, yeah. That's very America. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, the porter then points out to everything really quickly. Actually, those will be the ones that just have one hole in each, and that's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, because my mom yeah, had yeah. those. Like, my grandmother, my great-great-grandmothers, or whoever's they were, they had those, and they were like the little individual ones, and they mm-hmm. only have one hole in each. Right. So you have to know which So you'd have to know which one is yeah. which, right? And that would be the reason for the off-color? Or... No, well, no, but this particular set, I've seen it before. The one is gray and the one is white. It's always gotcha. like that. Okay. It's always like that. It's not just a very no, thin it's, no, sort it's, of... It's an, no, it's an industrial... Gotcha. You know, you get cafeterias, hospitals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen it before. Okay. It always looks like that. All right. How come he only has three pieces of toast? Uh, I do not know. I do not have the answer for that one. You don't think that's weird? But uh, you know what? He... I don't know how to tell you the truth. That's weird. So uh, after the porter quickly, after saying his whole entire spiel, basically in and out, here's the meal, eat it all up, I'll be back to pick up your dishes, dishes and then yeah. takes off. And then uh, still kind of waking yeah, does, up David. He does, is... he does really look like he's just waking up. Because <laughs> everyone has that feeling every every once in a while. They know what it's like to be suddenly woken up, being spoken to, and then it's like, what? Yeah, he doesn't know what's going on. He really does. He's yeah. doing a very good job. That he's... expression absolutely looks dazed. Yeah, that is a very dazed look that uh, mm-hmm. David Naughton mm-hmm. has on his face right <laughs> the now. British. What are you talking about? Oh, the, the little plugs. box above the... Yeah, the... No, these are plugs. Yeah, yeah. Like, the plugs are not well, the same Well, the whole entire plugs. box yes. above the bed yes, but frame. These are the yeah. ones that have the... I have yeah. a converter for that. Yeah. And uh, so he basically like a weary little uh, good morning sort of thing and actually gives a little wave. Uh, he then goes, sits himself up, grabs a spoon for his uh, oatmeal, and then, yep, exactly. He stands it straight up in stands the mush. straight up in the mush. That's some pretty solid mush. Yeah. Now the uh, camera then, uh, after... The mush stands up. We cut to a close-up of David getting ready to prep himself to eat, and uh, he looks at his looks sad up little bacon and towards uh, and now the other he's end just of the got room. a what the fuck is this face? He's got a yeah. <laughs> now again, it's a little later on the uh, the 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 mark the the actual claw mark on his face is healed up a little more but the bruising is still pretty much yeah, purplish so as it has been for a little bruise. while yeah again on his neck and I his... cannot tell you how badly I want to go and figure out exactly how this bed works I've been staring at staring at it since this scene started and I yeah. just I want to go and I want to see because I am assuming that this comes out this way so that you can be in a reclining position on this bed you see this piece Oh, this is so, the frame. So we got so, the and then we've got a box here with a bar and then an inner This box has a lever on it. Yes. And there's also looks like springs here. So I'm sure that you're levering this up and pulling it out and then it's going into say so that you can then you now recline the mattress would pull and you're then yeah, gotcha. it would okay. slide yeah. under the mattress 
and now the mattress is in the room. But I want to, I, it bothers me that I cannot play with it and make it do the things. Gotcha. I want to do the well, things. Well, because, yeah, because the only times that David's sitting in a reclined, like, in a reclined sitting position, he's actually got pillows stacked up yeah, behind no, him when he's talking to the... Yeah, no, but if you were actually the, having to be, this, there is yes. a weight. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. And I'm sure it does it at the, I'm sure there's something underneath it at the other end too, so because if you have, you have to have your leg up. Oh, right. If you need to have your leg, you're right, 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 right. But yeah, no, this for sure is coming on on an incline so that you, and then the whole mattress would, it would slide under the mattress. This would slide. Oh, would slide to keep everything. So it would, I got it. I got you. I see what you're saying. Hopefully the description that we gave to the non-visual medium of a podcast. Yeah, I'm sorry. Gets it across. But if, you know what, if you're watching this particular minute, you know what we're actually talking about because. I'm fascinated by Exactly. Yeah. So uh, David uh, looks up from his meal, and uh, what do you think? What type of look is that? That's a that's a very disbelieving look. He's got a what is a what? No, is... it's like are you? It actually to me looks like a what the fuck is this? Like are you kidding me? Like what the like like he's just done after the night he's had and all those dreams. He sees like yet another deformed person, and he's just like no, this can't. I, I like he's yeah. done. Look at his face. He's done. He's like no. Yeah. So we basically get uh, the first uh, viewing of uh, Griffin Dunn in this spectacularly... Poor puffy coat. Yeah, the poor puffy coat. The spectacularly created, mauled, freshly dead makeup. But how can he still be freshly dead? It's been like a month. Yeah. How is his skin still looking like this? Well, what do you mean? What do you want it to look like? Okay, so okay, so what I'm thinking. Okay, here's 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 no no no. Here's here's what my my thought is. There's Mm. no explanation for why almost a month after he's been mauled that and he went home the corpse and he went back to America (laughs) and he's been buried and all that, which we get into in the next minute. Which the mortician would have cleaned up for him. Exactly. Exactly. But this is David's vision of Oh, so Jack. this isn't really here? Jack's not really here? I don't remember. Well, he, he is and he isn't because while no one else sees Jack, Jack can interact with the environment. As we see in this sequence, he actually picks up a piece of toast and starts eating it. I bet I don't. Okay, so he... But no one else can see him. Oh, see, no, no, no one seems to be see, in the. See, Jack always. So he is. So, so, so right now. Oh, see, I thought he was actually a person in the room. So no. Well, so see, he's like a figment of his imagination, but well, not no, really. You that's, don't know. It's kind of okay. hard to tell. You ambiguous. don't know. It's ambiguous. Thank you. That is the word. Ambiguous. I'm good at words. That's a good one. That's why I put you on this podcast because I it was to make fun of me. Well, that too. That poor so, yeah. coat. So we've we've stopped on a shot, the first shot we see of uh, Jack, and as you can see, the great amount of claw marks that are through yeah, it, yeah, yeah. and then the torn the out look of that. Artists had fun with that coat. Yeah, exactly. I'm pretty sure they did. But again, this is Rick Baker doing a spectacularly gorgeous effect. It's horrific as all get up. But the other fabulous thing about it is that it was all shot in bright light. Like, it's not like you're, you can't hide any mistakes mm-hmm. or anything mm-hmm. like that. That's how exquisite this makeup is. I mean, 
obviously you're going to have like seam lines like across his like little mouth line and under his eye but it just it's just so beautifully colored and it looks so realistic i know i know you're sticking out your tongue as a blah sort of thing it's not your cup of tea but this is for me this was the payoff seeing this sequence for the first time after finally getting past the attack at the beginning of the movie in minute 17 that dreaded 17 minute once i got to this point this was the payoff this was oh my god look at how amazing that looks because again at the time i was fascinated with special effects makeup and again i still am but seeing this and seeing it move and not shy away from the camera and all that i just like oh see like it's just beautiful I, like when I watch a movie, I don't think about it as makeup at all. Mm. I mean, after oh, no, no. I might. Yeah, yeah. But, but like, and when I was, like, I can tell you, like, you were how old? I was uh, originally 12 when I first attempted okay, to so watch it. so I was it. only 10 when this movie came yeah. out, so I definitely didn't see it. Mm. But anyway, but even if, but if I well, had. Was, yeah, yeah. It, I would not have, con- I, there would not have been any part of me that would have connected that that was makeup. Like, mm. I just, I just. Ever since oh, I was no. a little child till now, like when yeah, I yeah. watch a movie, that, like that, what I see on the screen is what's happening or whatever, and I don't, I don't like being taken out of the narrative, yeah. and I don't like thinking about the fact that it's makeup and, you know, like Hulk is Hulk, and and that's that, you know. Yeah. No, no, don't don't get me wrong. When when I first saw this, yeah. I was totally grossed out by it. Yeah. But true. again, I'm only pointing out now because it's yeah. the first time we see it. Yeah. But as the scene goes on. I remember finding myself getting lost in the yeah. effect of the look of it and then wanting to know more and whatnot. So anyways, as we uh, move into the scene a little further and uh, Jack seems very, uh, he's very relaxed. animated. He's, he's very relaxed. relaxed. He's, like, he's like, hey, how's it going? Can I have some bacon? And uh, toast. He asked for some toast. I thought he asked for some bacon. Nope. No, he asked for toast? the toast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He wanted the toast. Yeah. And yeah, uh, no, yeah, he's smart. Nobody wants that bacon. <laughs> the bacon's almost as raw as he is. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Jack's completely Jack's like freaking the hell out. He doesn't know if he's dreaming or not. Like he asks, like. First of all, tells get the fuck out. Yeah, he first of all tells Jack to get the fuck out of here, and then. Uh, but the great thing is, Jack also seems to be uh, hurt by it, yeah, as well. Sad. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't know what he looks like. I'm pretty sure Jack knows what he looks like. So, as we uh, these irritating as we come up shots, to near the none of them are showing me the toast. Are you showing you how many slices of toast? I feel like there's well, only, I don't understand why there would only be three slices of toast. It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, now there are only two because 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 they're they're partial. It's not like they're actual peat. Like they're they're cut in half. They're oh, half I see what you're toast. saying. Now I get why you're trying to so do it because there's, there's there's so there's, there's actually... a slice and a half of toast. Yes. There. <laughs> Where's the other half? Yes. Slice? On someone else's other slice and a half mm-hmm. of toast. Cutbacks. <laughs> Thanks, fucking Ford. 
Well, 81. No, I know. Whatever. In it, England. It, it, who would it have been in 81 in England? Was it Thatcher? In or who was before Thatcher? I don't know. I don't know. Anyways. Doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. So, uh, Jack then helps himself to a slice of toast and, uh... So now there's only two pieces left. Yeah, so now there's only two pieces <laughs> left. Or actually one full piece yeah, left. Yeah, full piece is stupid. <laughs> and then, uh, but... Like, Jack's got this amazing smile on his face. He's just happy to be he's, having some toast. He's, I, he's not going to be so happy when he puts it in his mouth and realizes it's like cold toast with cold butter on it. <laughs> he's going to be like, bah, bah, bah. let me have your mush instead. And then he basically is like, uh, he doesn't realize that his, he, he, he like is a so little dismayed that his, in his egg. Well, we'll have to find that in a oh, next minute. Oh, but that's rude. <laughs> that's not your egg. Dude. You don't break someone else's yolk. Like, that's just not nice. Anyway, but uh, that basically ends that particular minute. Rude. Rude? Do you think so? Oh, my gosh. You know, if somebody was like, oh, no. You don't break someone else's yolk. They're eggs. But you do it for Aslan all the time. No, I don't. You don't? Well, I'm not breaking it. Like, it, it doesn't count for, for, for sol- like soldiers because you have to cut the top of the egg off. So that's how it gets broken. But if you have a sunny side up egg, you don't... You're so British. You call them soldiers. <laughs> they are soldiers. But what do you the call eggs them? aren't the soldiers, are no, they? No, but if you if you cut if you're having the eggs for the soldiers, right? So the toast is the soldiers, right? Yeah. Then yes. you need to cut the top of the egg off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Right. So then the yolk is pierced because it's you're not breaking it. Okay, I gotcha. But if you give her a fried egg, you don't like. Hey, huge egg. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Let the audience know that the <laughs> was her. St- Making a stabbing downward motion. I like stabbing. But don't stab someone else's yolks. <laughs> They're going to be like, why do we listen to this? This woman is nuts. She is, and that's why I love her. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Over on the commentary track, David Naughton and Griffin Dunn continue on their conversation about people reacting to seeing this particular moment in the actual movie. Actually, it was the previous minute because at this point the actual scene has changed, but they do continue on. So David Naughton mentions that uh, when he saw people leave, and that freak, that he saw a lot of people leave during the showing, during that particular moment when Alex gets attacked by the Stormtrooper Nazi, and that freaked them out. Griffin Dunn then laughs at the uh, point where the orderly opens the curtains, stating that they even go to the same window, waiting for a third time. And that is about it, as they continue to watch the rest of the minute in silence. According to the script, the whole entire introduction of David getting his meal is pretty much exactly as it is in the final film. However, in the script, David actually takes a small taste very gingerly of his oatmeal 
and he says the line, Please, sir, I want some more. Then, as he settles down to start eating, Jack's introduction is actually an off-screen shot because he actually hears Jack saying, Can I have a piece of toast? Then, David now looks at the off-screen Jack, who uh, gives a pleasant... Who gives a pleasant, nice to see you. Jack also, at this moment, is actually seated. The rest of the uh, moment actually plays out as it does in the final film. When it comes to the radio drama, this particular moment, actually, after the uh, dream sequence ends... In the radio drama, we actually have an extra scene. And the extra scene is uh, Dr. Hirsch actually visiting uh, Sergeant McManus which, at Scotland Yard, where the two of them discuss David's condition and how physically he's fine, but Dr. Hirsch is concerned about his mental well-being. He, Dr. Hirsch, is wondering if there is uh, any extra information about David's injuries before uh, being brought to the hospital. He claims that if he had a better understanding of the events, he may be able to assist David in snapping out of this whole entire fixation of an animal attacking him. Uh, McManus, seeing that uh, Villers isn't in, uh, shares the file with Dr. Hirsch and mentions that the uh, murderer originally was from East Proctor and uh, that the uh, special constable that shot him was his own brother's. Yeah, it did. Apologies. Um, so, uh, after viewing uh, several of the crime scene and autopsy photos, Dr. Hirsch leaves as it seems like he's noticed something. Then, as for uh, the sequence with David's breakfast, it pretty much follows the script, but Jack's appearance is accompanied with a visceral squelching sound. Ew. Yeah, so David's first line is actually preceded with this. Not nice. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. And that would be about it for this particular moment of the script, of sorry, of the radio drama, because the rest of the conversation between David and Jack is pretty much exactly as it is in the script. And on that note, that brings us to the end of another minute of An American World in London and to the end of this episode of Welcome to the Slaughtered Lamb. Remember, we are dropping five days a week, the week of Halloween, so be sure to subscribe to this podcast on either Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or any of your favorite podcast catchers. And if you would be so kind as to share, rate, and review, that would be really cool. If you feel like following this podcast on the social medias, you can follow Planet Geek Pod, all one word, on Instagram and Twitter. And if you'd like to send us a message via email, send it to planetgeekpod at gmail.com. So until next time, remember, keep off the moors, stick to the roads, best of luck.
Hey there, this is Troy, just uh, thanking you for sticking around to the end of this particular podcast. So here we have uh, this episode's version of Adrian Reacts. Enjoy. Okay, so this is minute 34. You ready? No. You're not ready? No, I don't, I don't, I don't like this movie anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Skip the mush, dude. Yeah. Can I have a piece of toast? Oh. Get the fuck out of here, Jack. Thanks <laughs> a lot. Oh, I can't take this. Am I asleep now, awake, or what? I I Why is there no teapot? I thought you'd be glad to see me. They've given him a salt and pepper shaker. And he's got his juice. And he's got his mug. But his mug is empty. He doesn't have the hot water. He doesn't have the tea bag. He doesn't have the teapot. Like, what, what the heck? Why? Why is this mug here? What? What's that? That's like a tease. Here's a mug. You can't use it for anything, though. Fuck I you. I thought you said he didn't have any tea. <laughs> that mush looks gross. I actually don't mind porridge, but that looks disgusting. All right, you ready for this? No. Well, we're going to do it anyways. His puffy coat's not so puffy anymore. <laughs>